welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk, or visit the link in my link tree. Motto. Getting clear hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Drag Race Espana is back and they are here to showcase their talent to the world season three is off to a bang and we are here to talk all about the talent the animals and the macarena joining me to talk all things drag race is you three is a super talented sophia medina how are you i'm so good thank you for having me here this is so exciting i'm so ready to to see what's going on what's gonna happen I, i'm very excited to have you first time on the podcast i've been thank following you so along much. your fabulous journey in the world of drag for a while um i feel like you're perfect for this first episode because we got a talent portion and you're a pageant queen yes uh, this is my 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 like my era my everything i love i love pageants and the first episode talent portion i'm here for it yeah this is good this was good all right um let me leave the disclaimer for everybody we'll do the slow version since this is the first recap of the season this is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. Now that that's out of the way, we're back with Drag Race Espana, um, possibly one of, if not the best franchise in drag race mm, you know what i think that it's one of the best it's one of, of my top five friends it's it drag race is there it's 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 completely totally different about the other franchise mm-hmm. and the good the good thing is that finally we have one franchise that everybody speaks spanish yes and we'll get another one soon. It'll, it'll, it will get it soon. But yeah, spoiler alert. That one's going to be a, a little different kind of a show. Yeah, but we'll get some Mexican flair this episode for sure. Oh yes. Now, do you have any favorite um, contestants from season one and season two of Drag Race España? Anyone that spoke to you? You know what? When I watched, when I watched the first, the first one, like I was in love with Carmen for a while, and I was so happy to her to win. Because she was amazing. She was yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing. Like from the beginning, you see, like she wasn't ready for it. And she just came through and she killed it. Mm-hmm. And for the second season, of course, Sharon eat it up. Like it was 
Sharon Shell. Yeah. Like, she was amazing. Everything. Great singer. Great dancer. Great seamstress. The dresses was great. Her makeup. Her Everything was, like, right for the show. And I love her. Love her. It's interesting because you, it, it, those two really dominated both seasons. Like, you knew from the beginning that they were probably going to win. I don't think that's the case this season. This cast mm. is really level. Yeah. I was about to say that this this season, I, I don't want to say that it's boring. It's not boring, but it's it's. I'm not excited to see it like the other two seasons. I was watching because I love the program and I and I'm and I love the host too. But I see that it's, I see everybody and it's like a one line. Like yeah. I don't see nobody like going forward or nobody. Oh, this is my front runner. Nothing. I need to see like two or three episodes more to see who is yeah. going to be my front runner. Absolutely. Well, let, let's go through this. We got a lot to talk about. Yes. The workroom got an upgrade. We got a little swizzle on the floor. There are more mannequins, a roll of fabric on a rolling shelf. And of course, we got some fierce portraits of Supreme Deluxe, uh, but we'll talk about her soon later. Mm-hmm. First up, it's me, Pink Shadora, the queen of the hen house with wisdom to disperse. Soon I'll get to fill my purse. And we were going to talk about that purse. Um, I'm going to just say it now. I'm going to need her um, to either help me out by like slowing down how fast she talks, or I'm going to have to listen to her on half speed because she talks so fast. So fast. So fast. I was like, uh, 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 what? Yeah, it was a lot. Um, she is 38 years old from Campo de Gibraltar, but lives in Malaga. She says her drag is fun. She has a huge doll from a rural village, but with ambition. Her strengths include comedy and improvisation. She says she is influenced by 80s and 90s television, Lola Flores, and a bit of Sonia and Selena. Let's go through her look. The look is by Art Adri, hair by Quindam Wigs, and her poop purse by Sol Norte. I mean, it's beautiful, but I need to discuss that shit purse, that shit purse first literally it's a purse that looks like a pile of poop right i was like i don't get it I, no um <laughs> i was like she, i, I yeah, understand the, the entrance line but what it's the position about the bag right now like i don't get it flowers with a no now she is pink and is going to lean into it. We love branding. Uh, this was a really sickly sweet look um, that I would not have paired the person behind the paint with her. Um, it's wild how a transformation can be with drag. Uh, while I do not love that the hair looks like it's going to fall off her head, I do adore that color. It is stunning. Yeah. Also, her mug is perfect. And those teeth, she got perfect white teeth. I'm not going to say that those are not real, but um, they look great. <laughs> <laughs> she got his money he got her coin and she went out and she got his veneers done before the pageant <laughs> literally Let's say that and make it clear um, she, got that she, also, she also reminds me of patty pam pam from drag race holland um oh. and I've, i've said in the preview podcast she also reminds me of um new york own new york's own gina tonic but um oh i don't know God, if that's the compliment gina. Um, but yeah, yes, you know what? I was, I was, I was, oh my god, yeah, it looks so familiar to Gina. Looks yeah. so familiar to Gina. I see, I see her, she's a singer too. Mm-hmm. So, Gina, you have a twin in España. 
<laughs> what did you think of this look? I rate his look um, in scale to 10. I give her on my notes uh, seven because, yeah, the hairline was, mm, I don't know. It looks know. like it was a fall. Yeah. Um, I, I write here that the look was fine. I hate the back. It's funny. It's funny for uh, other stuff, not for like not for that. And I love that the reference about her is Lola Flores. That's an icon in Spain. And yeah, pink shadow. I'm gonna give her a toot. I'm gonna give her a sweet toot. The audience agrees. Seventy-one percent toot, twenty-nine percent boot. She says the hen house is empty. A fox must have eaten all the hens. But girl, get ready for a long day of filming. Uh, you're the first one in there, so you'll be sitting there for literally hours. Um, and But she won't have to wait for hours for the next girl because she's coming right on in. Yes. You treated me like a hussy, want pussy, or are you too fussy? All said with a papaya. She is Juanera Gangora, the queen of electro cabaret, which we will learn is a fusion between cabaret and whatever her pussy pleases. Have you ever heard of the term electro cabaret before? Never. I was yeah. like, what is that? She's making shit up. It's a cabaret and you get electro boogie or what's going on? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. She says her drag is what she categorizes as electric fashion chaos, which means absolutely anything can happen. She goes on to say it could be a thing of beauty, a circus act, miming, anything. We're going to have fun with her, aren't we? Yeah, I think this is going to be funny, but where are your earrings? Ooh, well, I want to take a second and discuss her confessional look. Um, for my friends who are fans of the television program, The Office, that was Prison Mike. <laughs> what was that thing on her head? Oh, my God. It was giving me Prison Mike I was vibes. like, well, well, I, as soon as I see her walk in, I was like, where are your earrings? Yeah. And the look was so basic for me, too. And the papaya, um, let's continue. <laughs> so her look is by the house of Antonio Velasco Madrid, here by Quindam Wigs. It really is a simple dress. I've um, come on here many times to defend simple entrance looks because they may have the thought that perhaps will be destroyed with a mini challenge. But mama, this is from TJ Maxx. Like, this is discount rack. It's um, from the rack. I like the hair. It does complement her face shape really well. I also do not like the brow look, the no brow look. I know it's a fashion runway thing, but I kind of loathe it. Um, again, we're going to talk about it later. But for reference, go listen to my Drag Race Varia uh, recap where I freak out when Fontana saves her makeover partner's brows off. I'm traumatized. Mm. Um, I didn't like this look. It's a boot. It's a, a it's a boot, but golden boot. The audience, 33% toot, 67% boot. Now, Hornella and Pink Shadora will hug it out as Pink Shadora will notice her big papaya, which Hornella proceeds to just finger. I will say that with the whole hand-holding bit, I don't know what their relationship was prior to filming, but these two have such great chemistry. Shadora will compliment Hornella because she's nervous. Hornella will tell Shadora that she has lipstick on her teeth. That's sisterhood. Yeah, I love this. Like, if you see your sister that she has something going on, just tell her. In a exactly. Now, Hornella will it. call Pink Shadora a walking tongue and a brain blender. 
Um, I guess because she talks a mile a minute and she never shuts up, but she says she causes in her discombobulation. Okay. 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 Cornella will imagine if it's just the two of them, and Shadora's like, you dream you'd be alone with me. But Shadora will admire the papaya, which Cornella says is made of cork, like Shadora's brain. Shadora says, if you have half a brain and watch the show, you can't enter with food or you'll be the first to go. We're going to put that theory to the test um, and yes. get reminded of someone who went uh, first and brought food. <laughs> oy, Jesus. All right, next up. I beat my milk so much I got whipped cream. Uh, now that line would have been better if she was like wearing all white, but alas. Uh, also, who's picking up those rose petals? It's Paquita, and she's fucking stunning. She is the face of the season. In and out of drag. In and out of drag. It's she is beautiful. Beautiful, stunning. beautiful. The first thing that I saw and I brought in my notes, the face mm-hmm. of the season. The look was Amazing. I'm not a big fan of um, drag queens not wearing, like, you know, pads and all that mm-hmm. stuff, because I think that, you know, you gotta be very the careful. With the, yeah, with the illusion and the proportions. Like, mm-hmm. the proportion has to be, like, you know. Absolutely. Be everything there. But I don't have no problem with her, because I saw that she was corseted. Like, I see a silhouette going on, yeah. and the look was beautiful. And like what I said in the beginning, I love from Drag Race España that they all are inspired by icons in Spain, like Lola Flores, um, Isabel Pantoja, and all those girls that like flamenco and wear mm-hmm. all these beautiful roses and fans and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with that. She says she could be your daddy's fantasy or son's worst nightmare. Uh, she sounds like a good time. Uh-huh. And sh- she goes on to say that if you stick Valletta and a Furby in a cocktail shaker, she's what you get. Now, I know what a Furby is. Uh, Faleta, well, I learned that she is a flamenco singer. Yeah. Um, she's also a big lady. So I, I was like a very utterly confused. But I guess it's the flamenco part of it that she's shaking about. Yeah. I was yes. like, girl, and- you're, you're a tiny one. You're not a big lady. No, she's a tiny one. And guess what? Paquita was part of the old program. No, it's not an old program, but it was um a drag race program, a, a drag program that they made in Chile. And yes. it was called The Switch. And she yes. was it. Correct. Now, I've talked on the podcast about this before because I don't know if we consider The Switch part of drag race canon. Because technically it is, but it's not. Because it's a it, different show. It's it's a different show, but I think that we need to watch Paquita, Paquita, because I saw her going, going, going good. Yeah. Oh, I'm a fan I, of hers. I, we had to watch her. So this look, there are no designers listed. Again, it's very stunning. It's simple yet very evocative. She's got an incredible body, as we've discussed. The mug is breathtaking, literally perfection. The hair and the floral moment, stunning. She's gonna, going to wow me if she keeps up looking like this. Um, this is a look that makes an impact. No notes for me. It's a toot. It's a toot, completely. Audience, 89% toot, 11% boot. Now, Hornella will tell Paquita that she's got a great color choice because they're both wearing red. <laughs> Shadora will say that she expected Paquita to be bigger, but she tells her everything on her is small, except the train. That's long. That's long. 
Shadora says in confessional that Paquita is very different and calls her out that she thinks no one will notice that she's Andalusian. I guess that was a dig. Yeah. <laughs> Paquita says of Shadora is right up in her face and says it's a sight and doesn't know whether to laugh or cry. Okay. Okay. So we're seeing some dynamics from our queen so far. Yeah. And you know what? I love that they are talking already. Like they're having conversation. They're like just having fun. Yeah. Again, we don't know who actually knows each other, who knows each other from social media, who's done gigs together. And that's what's kind of fun when you watch a, a season to see how people react. Yeah. Um, next up, sharpen your fangs, dear, because the day of the bestia has come. It's bestia and she is 30 years young. She comes from the cultural capital of the province, Laganes. She says she is your favorite rock superstar who has arrived from Hell's Fire and is traversing the universe in search of new territories to conquer. She calls herself an art attack. She studied fine arts and can play the piano, the viola, the trombone, and well, we're going to learn she can play a couple more instruments too. Mm-hmm. Um, this look, no designers listed, though I'm fairly certain she probably made it herself. I think this is a lot to take in, and I get that she's a rock star with the look. I love that she went with a blue mohawk to really pull attention to the top. I wish she took off her sunglasses in the entrance so we could showcase that graphic eye makeup, which was impeccable. Yes, it was amazing. Um, that mug is perfect. This look is a bit on the safer side, but it worked for her. Yeah, it was for her. I, I took the I, I I took the reference and everything. Like I know what she was going on, but yes, I'm agree with you that she should have take off the glasses at the entrance, and then it's gonna make a high impact because the hair was amazing. Yeah, and it complains the man complains the hair and all the look. That's the only thing that I had to say for her. I right here the the makeup was amazing and the look was was fine. I'll give it like a I'll give it a two. I will give it a two too. The audience agrees, 72%, 28% boo. Now, when she comes over, Shadara will say it looks like she poured glue all over herself and went into a thrift store. I mean, she's oh. probably not wrong. <laughs> Let's say that, yes. <laughs> another one now has another comment for Miss Pink Shadora. This time, Bestia says that she is like a locomotive. She never stops. I feel like this is going to be Pink Shadora's narrative all season long. Uh-huh. They will ask to see her face, so they are gagged at the makeup, just like we were. She wanted to show her artistic side as she spent five years learning to paint for a reason. Listen, if you if you worked up to that, I, good on you. It, it's great. It's great. It took time. All right, next time. up. Hodo, it looks like we're not in Kansas anymore. Um. <laughs> What in the hell is that Christian Siriano schoolgirl in confessional look? I literally spit out my drink. I was not expecting that to be Petita. No. Me I was like, what? Are we in a different universe? This is not Drag Race. Who is this? I'm like, what is going on here? But it is Petita. She is 27 years old from Barcelona. She says she's the fashion queen. Her name is derived from Petita Reggio. Ridrejo, a woman who on the outside always looked immaculate with a perfect aesthetic, but on the inside was just another nutcase like the rest of us. Um, and then she will end this confessional with a laugh. And wow, she is a character. She is crazy. She's crazy. She's she crazy. says that her drag is conceptual and referential. Plus, she's got good luck and talent to make everything she wears. So even if she doesn't say she made her things online, I'm going to assume she did. Yeah. 
his the 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 way that she talks about her look is like a, oh I'm like she made it by herself. Yeah. This I love look, the clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was I just write that. Love the clothes. There's no designers listed. We're assuming that Petita did make it, but it's very vintage. It's very classic. She styled it in a great way. The detailing on that bodice is fabulous. The stoning is right, even on that bad hand. So smartly done. Um, that hair was wild. I don't know how she was not tipping over backwards. Um, my only problem with this entrance look is the fucking stuffed dog. She references Toto, but that's not the right species of dog no. also that pink doesn't pair well with the look even though it's black and white it's not I, I did not like the dog i did not care for the dog no you know what i didn't like the dog and i didn't like the hair i don't know it, I, i've never was, seen a, a a wig like that it was i don't know why it was it was a lot i was if i see if i see her with the same hair of paquita paquita it will be it will come come to it will be better but it was yeah. a lot going on. It was it very was like, big. She's a very tiny head. Ah, uh-huh. and her face is so small, and then that be her is make you more short. And I want to watch her because she said that she is gonna be the fashion, the look queen from mm-hmm. this season. Those are the girls that you gotta watch because as soon as they're arriving, you said you're the fashion queen, baby. The eyes are gonna be on you. It's all Carmen's fault. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want no disappointment with no looks because you're the fashion uh, queen. I'm going to give this look a two. I will give it a two. Audie, it's 93% two, 7% boot. She will tell the girls that no one has dressed down for the occasion. They're all dressed to the nines. Pink Shadora will tell her that she's practically already dressed for the finale. And the producers, her then said, perhaps. Speaking of Pink Shadora, uh, she will ask Petita um, what she is good at aside from buying costume jewelry. And I say, shout out Earrings Plaza. Oh. She will say that she is screwed with her strengths as she's super injured having fractured her finger. Now, do you think you could do drag race while injured, or would you prefer coming back at a during when you're at full force? Well, it's it it isn't okay. (laughs) It is an injury on my hands, like her. I think that will do it. But it's in my foot, I cannot do it. But I I love I love that she just make up make up his like his hand with that because it looks good on everything it matched everything absolutely and i'm I'm excited to see how she does that throughout the season um because mm-hmm. it's not just going to go away yeah let's see well we will have a fashion girly compliment office paquita tells paquita that she won her over with her hair and wants to scratch her eyes out as paquita tells paquita she beat her with her waist Will the world or Paquita and Petita confuse you all season long? Um, I'm already lost. I'm going to confuse the two of them just by name. I know the difference, but Paquita and Petita, it's too similar. Right. It's Petita, Paquita. Petita, Paquita, Petita, Paquita. Now I just want a Chiquita banana. (laughs) Yeah, it's like just one letter. Yeah. Pink Shadora will call out Paquita for uh, when when having a skinny waist is a talent. She's not wrong, but it's kind of shady. It was shady, but she was not wrong. All right, next up. <laughs> after completely missing her mark and getting all up in the camera's grill, I've dreamt of this moment since I was a little girl. I'm Maria Delia, age and measurements unknown. Thanks to Drag Race España, today I can shout Venezuela. 
Uh, she is Maria Lilia. She is unique, incomparable, a collector's item, and wearing her own merch as a confessional look. Props to you, Mama. Good for yes. her. Right. Right. I love big queens. And finally, we have the only representation of big queens on this season so far. Mm-hmm. And, well, I love the reference. The reference that she brings, it's um, it's like a very, it's a brand from Venezuela. Um, it's Arina Pan. Um, that it's a that it's a, like a pack of flo- 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 flour. What is it? Flour. Flour. Yeah. And you can make you can make some arepas with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can drag it more. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, first, she'll tell us that she has a childish side to her. She's very vintage, but another side, um, she likes to be a telenovela villain. Um, do you have any aspirations to be a telenovela villain? Me? Oh, or would you babe. be, the, be the, the heroine? I could be the villain and I could be the 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 protagonista too. I love the drama. Yeah. Uh, um, I gotta watch this girl. I need to watch this girl. I want to see more. Yeah. They have so a good attitude. This look is by David Moss, hair by Lara Quet, lashes by Larry Escobar. She's paying homage to Venezuela with the colors of the flag and the style of the dress and obviously the reference to the flower. What I will say of everything that Maria will present this episode, she loves big and bold colors. Um, I think she's got this like alternate universe snow white thing going on here. Like if you like play around with the colors, she's kind of snow white, Um, but she's got a natural campiness to her and she leans into it. But I think she can certainly improve in the styling department. Yes, I'm totally agree. Like it, it could be it, the reference was good because he was paying tribute at his, at his hometown, but it could be more drag. Absolutely, I'll give it a toot. I will give her a boot. That's all right, audience. Seventy six percent toot, twenty four percent boot. Now she will go over and suddenly meet everyone until we hear a confessional. Bestia calling out her look being the Venezuela flag, as she thinks it looks more like on the lines of McDonald's. So basically, oh. she just called her a clown. Baby, she's now. Do, do do you think there is any animosity that she is Venezuelan? Do you think that plays in, into any factor here with any of the queens? Maybe because they don't they don't know what it was going on. Because yeah. the, good, the good thing about this season is that they they bring opportunities to girls from other countries. Like now, she's from Venezuela and she's represented, mm-hmm. and I think. Let's say that I would think that they don't know about what it was going on, so that's why they yeah. think that oh, it's a clown. It, I don't know what, what, what. Um, but I, but I see that one of the girls said, "Oh, I'm." She's dressed up like the floor or whatever, and I don't know. It, I don't know what can happen right now. I don't yeah, know. It's true. Maria will ask whose dog it is as she wants to hold it. And remember when Pink Shadora was throwing shade before? Well, she's at it again, and she says she loves when they throw some bling on something that's ugly and think it's pretty. What? She got a mouth on her. I love. Oh, um, Petita is like what, and Paquita is like, you can use all the bling you want, and you'd still be the same. <gasps> Gag. Here we go. So they're all be like, Paquita is so funny. She doesn't talk that much, but when she does, and then you can tense, tense, tension in that room. It's tense. It's tense. It's tense. Yeah. All right. Next up. Go ahead. What were we gonna say? Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, yeah, already we see the pink shadow that will be the talk with the mouth. 
all this yeah. season. Yeah, she all she right. is the mouth of the season. She is the narrator. Well, she's one of the narrators. There's a, there's a yeah. couple of them who <laughs> have got to speak a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't do the uh, confessional to count. There are Instagram accounts that people like count how many confessionals people have. I don't have time for that. Uh, so if there's any listeners who want to give me that information, I'd love to have it. Right. All right. Next up, place your bets because Gucci is coming to get you wet. Um, Canary's in the house. Canary's drags- in the house again. Juchi, she's 32 years old, um, and I thought she was a lighting technician who jumped into the confessional. That was not who I expected to be under that paint. Let me tell you something. We got the first trade of the season. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, she's generic. I should... All right, all right. All right, okay. okay. No, but I'm, upset. I'm upset with bald men, and when I uh, see that bald man, I was like, okay, baby. There it is. Here we go. Well, she says she is the bald androgynous queen from the Canary Islands. I want to go to the Canary Islands. I want to go too. Let's all go on a field trip. Let's do it. Yeah, and we, we can go and and brush the drag drag like the Canarians drag. Yeah, and all that. that sounds like a fun party. Let's all go. Let's go. Her drag aesthetic is artistic and a cross between masculine and feminine, and is something you can't define. She likes to generate a bit of expectation, and she wants to be hard to forget uh well good thing your drag is memorable because out of drag um well you think she's trade i don't not think she's trade we'll get yeah. to my trade for me uh, this look is by killian the boots it's a staple of the culture um i think the look is very abraham levy but made with cheap material yes I very flimsy very very flimsy yeah it was like i don't i, I can I, you can see the the like the tubes in the back of one of the one of the parts of the corset when yeah. she was being uh, going the back and I was like oh no mm-hmm. this is not okay they I will some- say Bye. I do like the black shoulder piece because it does break up the gold and highlights it the gold in the boots and the gold in the garment did clash they were not the same the face mask I didn't need it because the mug was incredible I like I love the way she played with colors and shapes to create something really really unique uh-huh. it was good like- I don't know why did she put something on her face right and it's it's I think that it's like a statement in like in Canarians drag that they use something to cover her face yeah. before to reveal. And I'm like, girl, look at your mug. It's beat it up. It's so, like, so good. It. I'll give it a two. I will give it a two. And let um we had to say that she was one of the winners of um Las Palmas Canarias, yes. like the big event of the big the big 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 event of drags in right there mm-hmm. in canary in 2019 so yes this is the third one that we have on drag list player that won because last true. year we have last season we have drag set us drag set so beautiful and the first mm-hmm. time we was having um drag drag volcano and all of them are family they sure are oh baby all right, so the audience, 72% to 28% poop. Uh, we're going to see Chuchi and Pink Shadora know each other, and Chuchi will say that the only thing prickly about Shadora is her mustache. Listen, she was the first one in the workroom. It's been at least an hour. It's, it's growing back. Girl. Foundation, foundation, and red and red concealer. There it is. Now, Pink Shadora tells us that she's married, but when the icon that Chuchi walks in, it's in God's hands. So, 
I love height when it comes to drag. Like I really love when a drag queen is like really tall or really short. And I can confirm after meeting some of the cast of Drag Race Espana season one and season two, they are a very tiny petite cast. Yes. And I'm only five nine. It's most of them were shorter than I was. I was like, oh. so when Chuchi says that Paquita is a baby and stands next to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Paquita is literally short. She's got to be like five, five. Literally, that's my that's my high. I'm five five. There it is. So basically, I, I when I saw like there there was each um sitting each other, and I just see like this little tiny. I was like, oh my god! Like when I met Sagittarius, she was in heels, and I was still taller than her. I was like, how what? is this possible? <laughs> Crazy. I think the what tallest ones that I met were Hugasio and Arancha. I think they were the two tallest ones. The two taller ones. Oh my god. Yeah, but I see, I I see that there's there's all, a lot of petites, a petite size. Very petite. Now, Paquita doesn't care that she's short because it's better to reach your dad's balls. I was like, oh, she's a dirty, dirty girl. I love that. I'm here for it. I love it. Nasty. Now, we did uh, just mention that she did win the gala in 2019, and all the girlies got their panties in a brunch, uh, in a bunch. Now obviously for them that competition is like a big deal what would you say it's a comparison um in the world of american drag race is it miss continental or is miss continental like surpassing that 10 times what's the competition that that people would freak out if they walked into the room well but for for them um dragon area it's like the most biggest event and they win thousand and thousand and thousands of arrows Mm -hmm. um and it's a huge event. It's very famous. Like, it's on TV. It's like Miss Universe over there. So let's say that here we have Miss Continental, and there we have Dry Canarias as one, right. of the mi- not one of the most biggest pageants over there. Because in Spain, there's not too many pageants. Like, sure. they have, like, beauty pageants and all that stuff. But Canaria, it's, like, the, the top of everything. Yeah, it's a big and- one. But the thing is that it's when you compare the aesthetic with, with the other girls and the drag of there, because it's drag. Yes. And it's like a talent competition. They sometimes see see them as a threat because they dance and all that stuff. But it's different because it's different because you know, all of the all of the girls have different, different like type of looks, and it's the competition's got time. Cause yeah. now you gotta change a little bit to try into feed up them too as well. So for me, for me, I, I think the drag sushi have a challenge right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's move on to our next girly. It is I'm Vania Vanaya. And with me, a good time is guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, she's 39 years old, living in Madrid, but from Zaragoza. Um, her drag is meant to make you laugh and have a good time, but at times she is sexy and exuberant. She says not all comedians are ugly, but whoever on my story said that she is the trade of the season, I will personally buy you new glasses. She's not the trade of the season. She's not the trade, please. Girls, come on. Um, now, I had a little tip off from our dear friend, Amanda Massacre, that her name is a pun. It's a what? It's a pun. It's a, like a... Like a funny joke name. What? Vanya Vanilla. Like, does it, because she told me, talk to a Spanish speaker, they might be able to translate it for you. Is, do Vanilla. you know what the pun is? 
Vanya, Vanya Vanilla. I don't know. You know what? Um, Vanya, she Vanya. said that it's basically slang for fucking. Maybe, maybe in Spain because I, I never heard that before. Like, all right, Vanya, there it is. If us, anyone, like, anyone like wants a, to help us out, let us know. Um, but I'm just never gonna get her name properly pronounced, and I apologize. Um, Vanya Vanya. Vanya Vanya Vanya. Okay, Vanya. All right, we're, we're gonna. <laughs> the time she gets eliminated, I just said she's getting eliminated. I'll get it right. I'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> uh, her look. Um, no designers listed. India Farah and Phoenix want their entrance looks back. Um, I think this was a departure from the promo look, and I'm baffled. I cannot figure out who this person is in drag the hair is wild and huge and very 80s this look makes her look bulky it's not my favorite i'm very bored it's, by this look i i just write that the makeup was okay and the look was okay it was not a like wow impacting for me it was yeah. she was right and it's very similar to someone uh something that someone on drag race varia wore for their entrance look like a big biker look i was like what is this trend uh, right and oh my god it's a it boot was, for me. It's a boot for me, too. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Audience, 65% toot, 35% boot. Now, she will make her rounds of hello, so she's another one who comments on how everyone is done up. We will learn in this moment that Bestia thinks Vanilla stole part of her look. Uh, that's a punk rock, all right. And again, India and Phoenix want their moment back from season three of Drag Race. Back again. But now It's crazy. Both are season three. It's almost like it was planned. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> She will ask the table if it was any of their first times trying to get on. And we have a few say second, but Batita's first time. This gets our shady lady, Pink Shadora, to ask her who she slept with. She says no one, unfortunately. And I'm like, same here, sis. I don't sleep with anybody. But she will then go on and say that she had an operation on her ass and she can't have sex. Proof she has never talked. Like a good bottom, it always sweats, but she got an abscess. One that swells up like a ball, so she's under construction. It's been months with no access, and between her hand and ass, I hope she has frequent flyer miles to the hospital. Oh, boy. Um, now, she's going to tell a story producer that it's a bit much to talk about her anus to all of Spain. If you got right. on Drag Race and were asked to talk about your butt to the world, would you? Um, never. Why? Why? <laughs> She was just freely talking about her butt. Yeah, it was like butt and butt and butt. I was like, girl. I, I'm, I'm wondering, like, between her hand and her butt, like, what is she <laughs> doing to hurt herself? I don't know. What's going on yeah, here? Like... All right, next up. It's I've come to break all the rules. Well, almost all of them. She's Clover Bish. She's 24 years old, and she's the first cis woman of color in Drag Race España. We love it. Yes. Clap, 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 clap. She says she's there to represent herself first and foremost, but she does think it's very important to bring visibility to the women who do drag because they do exist. She values the opportunity because she's giving a voice and visibility to something that's been basically ignored. And it's true. I mean, the fact that she's now only our second cisgendered woman on any drag race. It's amazing. And we got to watch her. Oh my God, we got to watch her. We got to watch her because... We gotta watch her. I don't know. I just see something on her that just boom captivated me, and I'm She's like, a star. I just girl, and just nine months in drag, insane, girl, insane. 
Now her look is by Raul, hair by wigs by Angelina. I love this look. It's fun and flirty, very playful. She has an incredible body, like amazing body. The hair yes. is perfect for this look. She made an impressive entrance to the show. Very, very smart. Yes. Yes. And what you say, the body was, she's the body queen of this. She's the body queen. She is the body. And the good thing is that um, she is doing drag. Like you can see on the room that baby, she's a step on this, on, on, on everybody. And she's like, okay, baby, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to compete here right now. And I'm, I love that. And she's not a scare. Not at all. I'll give her a toot. I will give a super toot because I love it. Audience I loves it too. Huh? Audience gave it a 90% toot, 10% boot. They loved it. They loved it. Love it. When she walks over, the room was silent compared to some others. Do they not know who she is or were they allowing her to have her moment? You know what? I see a moment there that one of the girls say that, oh, this is the only girl that uh, that beat me on a lip sync. So mm-hmm. I think that they are watching her before. And yeah. I see they see her as a competition, but they don't want to say it. Absolutely. Now, things will get loud when Barcelona is in the house. Petita and Clover will say that they know each other, um, as Clover is the only person to beat Petita in a lip sync. Um, I almost wonder if that's foreshadowing for something coming on later in the season. Now, Chuchi is not impressed with that stat. She thinks that she can take her. She's not intimidated by anyone. But we're going to, again, learn that Clover has been doing drag for nine months, and yet this still makes the rest of the queen see Clover as strong competition. Bestia says that she can do that in nine months. Give her one week. She'll be pissing all over them. Right. Like, my God. Like, what? It took me, like, six years to do drag. And she just took one <laughs> nine months. Like, give me, give me, give me the, I don't know, give me the recipe or something. Like, well. Literally. I mean, she got that skill. Right. In Tramolinos, you can be a queen and skate through town. Get ready because the first roller skating queen is here. It's Kelly Roller, and she is 30 years old from Terramolinos, and I've been following her forever. I am so excited. She's finally on the show. Yes. Also, Kelly, I am so, so, so sorry. I thought you were going to be the trade of the season. Your title is going to be taken away momentarily, but we're going to get to her shortly. Ooh. She but- says her drag style is basically comedic. She can sing, dance, act. She's a queen of all trades. Um, yeah, I've been a fan of Kelly for a very long time. Uh, so she getting her chance and she made a very interesting impression this episode. Yeah. And I love, I love that she came with rollers and it, it looks like that she was not using roller because she was walking like normally. It's and then crazy. when she, crazy. And then when she turned around, oh my God, the rollers, I was like, no girl, mm-hmm. you did mm-hmm. it. You did it. And I no love designers it. listed here. Um, this is Barbie. Uh, I love this look so much. It evokes Barbie in nostalgia of the 90s. She looks incredible. The hair is breathtaking. What I will say, that seeing her online and then in the workroom, filters do wonders. Face up. (laughs) Literally. uh, Girl, I was like, um, you look a little old. Looks like you've been in the sun a little too long. Right. Um... But I'm still a fan. I love her. I will say thanks app again. Thanks <laughs> you. It's true. We're not wrong. Uh, what did you think but of this look? It's beautiful. I, I her mug is beautiful. It's very clean. Like it's it was she was good. 
I love the look completely too. And the hair was gorgeous too. Mm -hmm. It's a toot for me. It's a toot for me too. Audience, 56% toot, 44% poot. They were not in love with it. I'm shocked. What? How dare you? Now, Kelly, with a big smile on, will hug Hornella, but we are about to hear that there is some beef. Hornella tells us that it's been a long time since she's spoken to her. She says that during the pandemic, Kelly Roller was being a real bore on Instagram, so she stopped following her. I'm just going to give all you girlies out there. If you work in the same fucking industry as everyone, just put someone on mute. Do not unfollow. Do right. not unfollow because it will so... be found out and you will get read to filth. Oh, baby. That's like you, you're fighting on, on, on the sand. Like, girl. You don't um, do it. No, mama. Our communities are too small. We will talk. Right. <laughs> Oh they God. had a gig together, and Kelly started shouting that she was fake. They have not spoken since. Incoming drama activated. Now, Paquita says Kelly couldn't get a gig anywhere, so she had to come there. She will be told that she looks like a Barbie, and she will follow up with, this Barbie is a whore. Mm-hmm. Kelly says that she is excited to see everyone, and by what she sees, she doesn't have to kill anyone because she is a shady, confident lady. Cornella is back to tell us that Kelly famously gets along really well with people in Torrenlinos, so she's sure she'll get along with everyone and cue that eye roll. I don't know what that means because I'm not from there, but um, something tells me that there are fake people in Torrenlinos. Oh my God, it was a lot of shade going on. And And we didn't even get to hear a lot of it because I guess we're saving it for later on. Right. If they've watched the show, they know that you do not, on the first episode, give all the facts to your story of drama, just like um, Dovima and Sagittarius did. We still do not know what, what their beef was. Right. Like, just... Brilliant. Don't wait, tell anyone. Wait, 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 wait until, until the two, the second, or the third, or the fourth episode. Or when you're about to be eliminated and you're like, wait, I can tell a story, but I'll tell you the week after. Keep me one more week. Yes. <laughs> right. Smart choices. All right, next up, if you're going to badmouth me, I'm going to smash you. It's Chanel Rex. She is 31 years old. She is from Salamanca, where if you're not a whore, you're a bore. And I'll tell you who's not a bore. Me. Right. Call me, Trey. Chanel. Trey. Here's Trey. my crush and trade of the season. Oh, my fucking Trey. God. You know Trey. what it is? It's the smile. It's everything. Like, she has one of those faces where it's like a permanent smile. She is so mm. cute. In, in his confession, I was like, oh, my God. I can just just keep giving me confessionals. So Thank you. She is a monster, but not depressing, dark, or sinister. She likes to be colorful and fun. And let's talk about this look. Look by Roberto D'Aganzo. She Hulk smashed, y'all. Uh, it's She Hulk like she went to a Halloween party as a cowgirl. I really <laughs> love the elements of it. It is drag monster, but like with kitsch. It's very kitschy. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was something different. And it, like the face matched the like the outfit. It and that sure did. That was something that I was like, oh, is this the mask? Or she had makeup on. And then when they made the close-up, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this bitch got his shit together. Like she matched she their sure face did. with their skin and everything. And that's for me, that's a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Like, I'm giving this look a toot. I would give it a two, and because he's the trainer this season, and so his professional look, I would give it a two. That's why. <laughs> Audience, 76% toot, 24% boot. 
We're going to see an interaction between Chuchi and Chanel, and they are already reading each other for heights and mugs, to which Chanel says that Chuchi is green with envy when she sees her face. Well, maybe this is because Chuchi has sparked an interest in her, and by sparked an interest, we I think it's the same kind of spark we have for Chanel as well. Yeah. We will have more divas come for our monster bitch. Kelly will call her Fiona, a reference to Shrek. Petita will say she's Fiona in the far west after she had Lipo. Um, and then Sh- Chanel is like, if I'm Fiona, you're Shrek. Okay, that was a bad read. It was not funny because it made no sense. It's, 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 it was not funny. I was like, mm, girl, um, Chanel says that she is really nice, but if they're looking for trouble, they'll find it. I'll fight you before bed if that's what you're too. Baby, just smack my shit out and just fight <laughs> me. I will be happy if you fight me. Now, Petita is told not to get offended by Chanel's comment, but she says it's hard for people to offend her, that she only gets offended when people are poor. Oop. Oop. Come on, Shadora. What, what is that? Oh my God. She's like, I've been poor before, and Shadora will say that Paquita is obsessed with money when the most important thing is personality, and she can see she doesn't have much. I was like, why are we, why are we reading each other so much already? I don't know. Girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. The girls are All fighting. Right. Next up is Tequila, Chalito, and Heat. The dry queen has arrived. It's Visa. She is 34 years old from Mexico, but lives in Barcelona. And I thought she was like a football player in that confessional. Did not expect that would be the queen, Visa. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's hot. I can have a day with him. Maybe go to, to um, you know, to watch a movie, get some popcorn, maybe two or three kisses. <laughs> and drink lots um, of tequila. Yeah, and lots of tequila with a lot of lime and everything. He just can talk me on my, you know, clothes and that's <laughs> it. Um, but you know what? I love the visa. It's a Mexican. Like yes, we have, there's a Mexican queen. There's a Mexican queen, like somebody from Mexico there. It's so cute. But the fun thing about visa is visa audition to another program, La Mas Draga. And mm-hmm. she made the cut. And now... Look where she, she is. Step, and baby, she is not for a mama rule. Baby, she made it. Baby, she, she made says it. she is a full-on drag queen who is very passionate, gorgeous, sexy, and on fire for your viewing pleasure. Her drag is very much inspired by her Mexican roots, the Costa Carnival, delicious food, and her strength is definitely dance. Um, I wish I could dance. Can you? Yes. What's your favorite kind of dance? <laughs> But I I love the look. I was obsessed with the headpiece, the feathers, the everything, the details, the stoning. It's something that is very particular. I I, I brought it here. Like love the look because um it gives that you see it and you see Mexico yeah like completely completely and I I really love the entire look. No designers listed. I again, I do love that she brought Mexico to Spain. It's a celebration. It's a lot visually, but she makes sure that the intricate details are stunning and flattering, except for the green feathers. They kind of look cheap. I will say that. But she, another one, got a ba- bang and bod. Yes. Damn. My institute. Institute. Audience 74% toot, 26% boot. Now she tells the girls that she managed to fool immigration. Funny line. Bestia didn't know her, but Visa MasterCard, she says, looks like she's got a good line of credit. I'm predicting a wedding between the two of them. Mm. Um, I love that they're calling her Visa MasterCard. I don't know if that's actually her name or if that's just that's just funny to me. 
it's it's funny because you know when Mexicans Mexican flights or people from South America or other places fly to fly to another country, they need a visa mm-hmm. to fly. And I, I find it funny because when she said like, "Oh my God, a fool, a fool," like you know what she say, what when she say when she's walking, and I love it, and yeah. I love the name, and I got it. Yeah. Uh, you know who's not impressed with Visa? It's Paquita, who says she has a scandalous headdress and beard. Mm-hmm. Well, the girls celebrate as they're all here. Or are they? Suddenly, the lights go out. Smoke fills the room. Could this be Supreme Deluxe making a grand entrance? A host has never walked through the workroom doors. Watch out, babies. There's no Christmas box here. The queen is stomping through the doors. Surprise! What's up, bitches? This year, I didn't bring chicharrones. They're bad luck. It's the Macarena, and she is there to get in everyone's way. She is back on Drag Race, and she says some of you will love that. Others won't care, but she's there to give it her all. Are you excited to see the Macarena again? Well, I like second opportunities. Um, They give it the opportunity. Maybe they they see something about her when she went out on her season so maybe she got something to prove to the production and the team or maybe the team sees something on her that nobody sees so i want to see what she's gonna bring and thanks god that she already knows she's sharon this year i have always said that if there ever was like a pork chop season internationally she probably would win because i thought she was one of the queens that made a great first impression and was gone too soon because of a stupid design challenge she didn't even get to show what she could do. Um, so I'm very excited for the Macarena to come back. I want to see it. And the look was fine. The look was fine. No designers listed. Uh, I said, I'm so proud of Essence for getting on Drag Race Espana. <laughs> that look was our dear friend Essence. I'm sorry. Uh, and I, I really like this look. She's looked so cunt. She looked youthful. And she definitely has new bod. Rocking it, girl. Um, the black and pink and green, very monster high. It's comic-y yet brilliant camp, and she looks confident, and that's important. That's important. That was the face that I love when she came out. You see the whole security that she had, like, I'm here, baby, I'm here. Yeah. I love it. I'll give it a two. I will give her a sweet two. All right. Audience, 75% toot, 25% boot. She will go and hug everyone as she puts her guns down uh, because someone can get hurt. Chanel is not impressed with the return. She says it's true. Chicarones do always come back to haunt you. Um, I've never had them before, so I guess um, I guess got toilet problems if you eat them. Um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> the girls will now take this opportunity to tell the Macarena that she looks different and ask what she has done to her face. Ornella will say that she is Carmen Ferrado's color while someone tries to be nice and says she has a thicker lip. Oh, and then Kelly, who is going to say she's going to report her for doing blackface. I cannot believe they kept that in there. Right. I was like, oh, no. I mean, again, culturally, things are different here than they are in uh, Spain. I know there were a lot of people who called out uh, Sharon last season for her alleged blackface. Um, It's a very different term for us than it is for them. I understand it. Um, But Kelly just wants to know if it's Macarena or Naomi Campbell playing Macarena. To be fair... (laughs) 
She looked a little darker than she. Yeah, she looked a little. I saw a picture on social media, like in the conversation about her season, and now she got a tan. Yes, she did. She's very orange. She got a very hard, hard, hard tan. Um, now Chanel will not understand a joke Macarena says, but tells us that she's back from holiday and looks like a terracotta soldier for Zion. Um, how is she feeling the second time around? She says it's pretty chill. Chanel will ask her if she doesn't feel any pressure from season one, to which Macarena says she can't do any worse. And Chanel tells her to not sell herself short. Shade. The girls are fighting. They sure are. Chanel thinks she came in strong because she's looking good. She means look better than she did with a duck sitting there. She thinks that she is a bit full of herself and seems a bit overconfident to her. So obviously some of the the new girls are not happy with a returning queen. I don't know why. It's a game. The game just started, baby. Let's go. Let's play. All right. Well, now there are, are 27 million drag queens in this room. There's no room for one more. Surely that's not enough. We need one more. Where's Supreme? The alarm sounds and we get our first message. Our Supreme video looks like a, uh, her look kind of looks like a Lisa Frank fantasy. It's gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was I'm beautiful. glad we're ditching that gray rooted wig. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, when Supreme walks into the workroom, she is surfing fashion in that green and olive number. We stand her fashion I, I, icon. I love, I, I love it because it's not suit. It's something like different fashion. Yeah. She congratulates them on making it to season three of Drag Race España, where they have a prize package no drag queen would refuse. A year's supply of Crash Cosmetics, a trip to Malta for Euro Pride 2023, a crown and scepter, and 30,000 euros. How's that for a prize package? It's great. Yeah. It's not $200,000, but it's pretty good. Uh Uh-huh. You have the the makeup and you have a trip, baby. Love it. Now, Supreme says that new for this season, the winner of each challenge will receive 2,500 euros, which ups the stakes. I think I'm I'm here for that. She says that this season is the wildest. So speaking of wild animals, oh, pit crew. And we get a hunk in a farmer's outfit arrive. Um, Party city. Little baby. Mm-hmm. The pit crew. It's time to reveal this week's mini challenge. It's called Roll in the Hay. They will be posing for a photo with their in-house photographer, Mista. Oh, and they will be modeling as farm animals. They will each pick an animal from the homely little sack Mr. Pit Crew Man is holding. We're going to reveal who got who for when we talk about these shots. But the queen who stars in the ranchiest, most savage photo will win. And Supreme says that they will have all that they need provided in the workroom. And I got to assume that the costumes they were given were um, given to them and they didn't bring them because some of them looked like cheap-ass mascots. Yes. They were budget-friendly. Very budget-friendly. Like, literally onesies. Mm, It's a no for me. (laughs) Now, if you... Now, without spoiling anything for who got what, is there an animal that you wish you could have been? Mm, you know what? I love giraffe. Maybe I could be All a right. giraffe. Maybe I could be a zebra. There it is. Maybe all right, we're going to get the set. It's decked out like a farm, pile of shit and all. Um, are you a fan of farms? Yes, I like farm. Not too cleaning, but I like it. It's the smell for me. I can't do it. Like, even like going to a petting zoo, I'm like, can't do it. All right, let's start. Let's go through these. Uh, Petita is a mouse. She has named her Ratanita Obregion, 
Uh, but don't think you can understand a word with those mouth teeth in. I don't know why she had mouth teeth in. Um, but she says she's given her rat this last name so she can do the sexy, sexy, sexy thing. Oh, and she's got big titties and she really becoming one with the shit. She's a dirty, dirty girl. Baby, titties are out. Titties mm-hmm. are Kelly Roller is a bumblebee, and she gave herself a full bee face. Now, how long do they have to swap faces? I don't know. Maybe they give her, they give them like 20 minutes or 30, because I don't see like. She got a whole new face on, like. Uh Uh-huh. Full bumblebee. Um, And she's still in skates. How is she skating around in the hay? That's a good question. I thought I would get stuck in the wheels, but. (laughs) We're going to watch her have um, take them off as she will jump on the trampoline right into that poo pile. Um, she had fun. She had fun. She was, I see her having fun. She was good. I like her. The Macarena has been reborn as a hen. She will lay an egg. And apparently she's really into bestiality as she shows her anus to Supreme, who thinks her cluck cluck should be reminding with something rhyming with something else. Oh, my God. Um, this is just going to be the season of butts, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be the season of sex. Maria sex is a butt. pig, um, and she will be doing piggy aerobics. Uh, also, please note that she entered with sausage, so she is a cannibal, uh, which we will talk about later on in this episode. Yes. Her shoot was like Miss Piggy feeling herself if she rolled in a pile of shit in private. That's what her shoot was. Baby, they <laughs> It's no, it's no angels over there. Online. Literally. Now, Clover looks hot as a ball. She will reveal that she's not at all um, too bright, that she just learned that cows and bulls are the same species. <laughs> I was like, girl. And she's another one. Dove right into that shit. She was not afraid to get her cow hide dirty. I love it. Chanel is a donkey. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind tapping that ass. Yes! I'm sorry. I had to make that pun. I'm sorry. Oh, of I'm sorry. course, baby. <laughs> I don't know what the look was, but that donkey was in a dress. And again, like, how did she put on a whole new face? Because she literally had green makeup on and then she had drag makeup on. Ah, now she have drag makeup on. Like, I don't know what time they give it to them. Like an hour or 30 minutes. They must have got, this was not quick drag. No, this is not. It doesn't look like Bestia is a little rabbit and she is walking that rabbit as she hops in. Now she has given her own bunny her interpretation as the rabbit is dead, rather undead. Dare I say she's a zombunny. That's the theme of her shoot. Baby. Vania is a horse and that horse head looked like a dick. Um, she will be participating <laughs> with the pit crew as they horse around. She wants them to ride her, and you know what? They're going to. She's having a threesome with th- two farmers. Um, apparently, that's a fantasy unlocked for her. Like, everything's about sex. It really is. Now it's Pink Shadora, and she is a fly. Uh, wow, that glitter lip and that pink puff under that fly hat. Choices. Well, she's literally going to be a fly in shit because she brought her shit bag with her and she wouldn't actually crawl in the mud. She would not do that. She failed the challenge. Uh, yeah. Would you I'm get like, into that mud pit? I will. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if, if you had like good drag on, you wouldn't go in that pit. But if you were provided like a onesie from the production, of course you would. 
Uh, of course. I'm like, well, we got to think about it. <laughs> Visa arrives as a ladybug, and she is showing off her body as she has the farmers get her all wet. Hornella is a cow, and, well, she loves that utter. She is in the mood to get dirty. No. <laughs> she not. got down and dirty in that shit before the farmers right. milk her. I don't know. Drag choo-choo. She's trying to be sexy and fierce. Um, and guess what? Shocker, her ass is out. Ooh. Is that just her gimmick? Right. I'm like, this is want to show what she got. She wants to show what she got. That being said, she's asked to shake her ass, so she's not really good at shaking her ass. It was very like flat and stagnant. Uh, right. It's too flat for us. Paquita arrives as a wolf, but I'm sorry that tail was orange, so it was half wolf, half fox. And what does the fox say? She a hoe. <laughs> she was ready to bite those men who will lift that petite treat in the air. And Supreme is going to reveal that the winner of the mini challenge is Hornella. Do you agree? I honestly didn't think anyone won, so good for Hornella. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Um, I think that the challenge was cute, but mm, her grass were there. Yeah. Well, she, well, she doesn't win cash money here. She does win a photo shoot for Shanghai magazine. Do you think she's required to shoot as a cow again? I hope that no. <laughs> right? I'd be well, like, can I have a good prize? Can I like wear whatever I want? I, I hope. I hope that the, that it's a shoot about like, about being like a cow or whatever she was. Um, maybe you know she bring a good costume. You know, yeah, like, something good, better than that one. <laughs> For this week's Maxi Challenge, they are going to try to outdo themselves with their talent. To kick off the season, it's time for Supreme Eleganza Talent Extravaganza. What would you do for your talent portion? You know what? Maybe I could dance something. Um, well, it's directed to China, so maybe I can do something for my country, Puerto Rico. Um, there's a dance in Puerto Rico that it's bomba, and mm-hmm. um, it's a dance that you do with like a big skirt um and you dance at the rim of like tambores and everything and it's so good and they all um sometimes they all dress in white and they have like something in their head wrap it up and it's gorgeous it's a great like that and then you know reveal and then keep dancing another song and yeah i think that's good yeah. That sounds good. Now, apparently, like the Drag Race España production has a lot of money for uh, the rights to music. Is there a song you would like to dance to? Baby, people to. baby, baby, I love it. I will, I will, I will dance whatever. Everything. There it is. Now, before they start this, did you think they were going to be able to top last season's exceptional talent show? Because that was like the best talent show any drag yeah. race has ever done um i'm still with last season talent show i think that it was amazing it was a lot of diversity um as soon i saw them walk back again to the workroom and i see the table that there was having a conversation like oh what we're we gonna do what we're we gonna do what, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do? oh no i'm a singer i'm a singer like this season all of them are singers yeah i love singing but oh my god oh everybody's gonna sing now, before they do go off, Supreme will share that the extra special guest judge is Paco Leon. Are you familiar with Paco Leon? 
you know what? I think that I was, I, I see him on something, but I think that I forget it where it was. Yeah. So for those who may not know, he is a bisexual Spanish actor who is a prominent campaigner for HIV AIDS causes. We love yeah. that. Love it. All right. The Queens are back in the workroom as they get out of animal drag. Of course, the first conversation will revolve around the Macarena returning. She says she's delighted and she will not be losing anything. Pipe dreams, girl. Pipe dreams. (laughs) Kelly tells us that she was worried about the Macarena having some advantage over them, but she thinks she hasn't had enough time to gain one. She says the Macarena is still new to this, like them. It's kind of an insult. Right. Well, I think that it's... Well, it was shady, but yeah. I think that um, um, she it's on the same on the same scale of everyone because she just she went home so early. Yeah, she got one early. episode advantage. Yeah, extremely early. So I think that she don't have no no advantage. No maybe the fans. Yeah, maybe the fans, but that's that's not. She probably has a little more money because her booking fee went up. Uh, right, that's right. That's that because the competition is still we're still on the same line. It's time for our important conversation, starring Clover. She is asked by the Macarena if she has had any barriers when she entered drag. Clover says she felt for a long time that she wasn't considered a drag queen as she wasn't treated the same way. She says she feels like she has to work twice as hard because she can't just do a smoky eye and put on some eyeliner as people will say it isn't drag. But Tucci tells her that she's not there to fit pigeonhole drag. She's not there to fulfill anyone's expectations, just achieve her own. Clover says that at the end of the day, no one is forcing you to do anything and you cannot take it or leave it as you wish. Uh, she goes on to say, if you want to shave, shave. If not, don't do it. She just thinks people come up with excuses to discredit her drag. Um, yeah, that's a thing. We all see it in every and, part of and the I world. Love, and I love what she said, she said to her, like, don't be worried about you. Just keep being you. But I know that she now feel a little bit type of way because she's a woman. Like, she yeah. can put what she wants and she's going to look good, but now she got the shouting on. You are competing with drag, so you should got to step up and do drag too. And I love it because she's, baby, she's there to fight. Absolutely. Now, do you, have you seen or experienced um, uh, cisgender women in drag have to fight harder than yourself? Mm. I think that we are on the same line because the the cisgender woman that do drugs that I know and that I met that I met here in New York and Puerto Rico, because in Puerto Rico there's a lot of girls that do drag. It's yeah, and it's the same process: the makeup, the tape on the head, the wigs, the heat pads, the body, the um the corset, everything. And I'm like, okay, I don't feel like. Uh, she had a banter or I have a banter because we doing the same process. And I feel like we are on the same, on, on the same, on the same way, on the same career. So do you ever experience people treating you differently than them? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but, That's fair. But not yet. But no, uh, I, I now know. Like we not treat- a good thing. That's good. Yeah. It's a good thing. And I, in Puerto Rico, like, they are like 15 or 20 girls like they have um on a club in puerto rico they do a night of a mm-hmm. lot all the girls in drag I love and that. like oh my god it's there's competition this girl are coming for for our gig like 
It's time to trigger me as Kelly notices how they all have shaved their brows for drag race. I can't. I hate it. I hate it. Um, no. There will be a discussion about how when shaving brows, you do not get men. And I'm just like, duh. They're like, no, but it's just hair. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's the definition of your face. Why do you think drag queens are so obsessed with painting their brows right? It makes your face. It makes your face. I won't. I'm never going to shave my face. I did it one time <laughs> for a pageant, for a pageant. And when I see myself on that mirror and I see just a line, it was not even a line. It was just <laughs> a of hair, the beginning, and the rest was nothing. I was, baby, I could never do that. And the next day I had to fly back home and work with no brows. It's a challenge. Also, please note that they are all wearing pink Drag Race España robes. Do you think they can sell them? I would like one. I would like one. And you know what? I love it because we can see that the production is it's the production, it's into them. Like yes. they were trying like they're pampering them. They're pampering them. And I love it. It's the day of the talent show, friends. Let the race begin. The girls rush in as it's a new day in the workroom. And having the Macarena say that line, I was like, oh my God, they're not going to send that bitch home first again, are they? There's no possible way. That's usually the kiss of death line. No, no, no. Now, somehow their table is so large that they were able to actually fit all 12, 13 queens around it. Drag Race US, please take note. Give them bigger tables. Yes. Now, Kelly Roller will say that this is the best-looking season. I wholeheartedly say not a chance. Um, the trade of the season is Chanel, then Kelly, then Paquita, then the others are not. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> my top two traits are, of course, Chanel's my boyfriend. Everybody heard that. My boyfriend, my man. <laughs> we get each other. So I don't want to see nobody on on his DM. So my my is Chanel, and I have a crush. We drive through Cali. All right, there we there, there we go. Now, who's excited for the talent show? Well, Chanel says that this will show who does and doesn't really have talent. Um, I mean, that's not fair to say, but I get the idea of what she's trying to say. Pink Sudora wants to know how many of them are going to sing. And that's a fair question. Between lip syncing and singing, that is the majority of what most of the talent shows around the globe do. So I, I understand why we want to try to diversify that. Okay. The Macarena thinks this will be Drag Race España the musical as they have the most singers present. Pink Shadora thinks this will be the voice, but like, oh yeah, I sing too. I'm like, Pink Shadora, come on, girl, girl, girl. girl. Shooting yourself in the foot. Mama, chill out. Now, Kelly will get the drama started as she asks who they think is their biggest competition at the table. Maria says that Petita made the biggest impression on her when she arrived. Petita says Honella because she works hard. And Bestia tells us in conventional that this year will be tough as she literally has no idea who presents the biggest threat as they all have their own thing going for them. She compares it to Jum Jumanji. And I was like, what? Why Jumanji? I don't understand the reference. Me either. I really don't understand what she say that. Yeah. So if someone wants to help us out there, maybe it was lost in translation. Yes. It's, it was so confusing. Anyway, it's finally time for them to get into face as the queens gather their crash cosmetics. Do you think they're required to use crash cosmetics or is it just for the camera and they can use their own makeup? Um, I think that it was about brand, maybe branding. I think the... so too. It, it looks like it was branding, but I, because I see that everybody has the bags. Yeah. But I don't know if it's 
on those back that was makeup for from like coming from them. Because you like there are each queen has a specific brand of makeup that works for them and their face. Right. And I think that I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to find out. Well, mm-hmm. Chuchi is horny will ask who is single and who is a boyfriend or girlfriend. Kelly raises her hand first. She says she's ready for the bachelor Kelly edition. Her heart is like her ass. Broken. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. She shares that she has always been averse to queen-queen relationships. How could you share a house with four wardrobes? To be fair, if you and boy form are the same size as your partner, share the clothes. Could you ever date another queen? Well, I did it before. <laughs> and, and it was not. It was yeah. not. It was nice. Like, we was not sharing the customer and nothing like you got your stuff, I got my stuff. Don't even ask me for a wig or something. But if you need help, I will be with you. There it is. Kelly will note that there are a lot of dream boats this season, and Chuchu be like, like who? And Kelly's like, you, but you're already taken. Man. Pink Shadora, who tells us that she looks like she should be single, is not, has been with her beau for 15 years, married for 10. That's so cool. Love That's is so real. Cool. My God. But Kelly thinks it's wild to suck the same dick for 15 years. So she's going to ask if they're open. She says they're completely closed, and Kelly thinks that's admirable. She would never do that. She a hoe. Here we go. Kelly (laughs) says that it's complicated nowadays to date because you have to find someone who will put up with a queen. People have little patience. Do you find that to be true? Yes, it's 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 difficult. Yeah, it's it's really difficult because, um, well, they th- they think that you are twenty four seven in drag, and I'm like, yeah. no, well, I, I got my boys' moment, and I yeah. want to hang out and be like, you know, but they don't get that. Yeah, go ahead. But they don't get, but but they don't get that. So they're lost. Chuchi says that she is a perfectionist, perfectionist, and when things don't go her way, she gets grumpy and bitchy, and for some people, that can be hard to be around. Now, the conversation will turn to someone going home, but Petita's like, maybe no one will. Girl, there are 13 of you. You're not starting the season with a non-elimination. That would just be wild. It's not going to happen, girl. Never going to happen. It's All right, let's hit the main stage and see our hostess with the most is Supreme Deluxe. She is ravishing in a pink ruffle moment with that pink rooted wig. She loves rooted wigs. Yes. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's her. Maybe her signature. I don't know. I don't know. I hate it. it On our the, panel, they are back. It's Javier Ambrosi, who did not get the extravaganza memo and is wearing just a simple button up. Still very cute. Anna Locking, who is officially a season four contestant with that fucking drag she's wearing. And the uh, Javier Calvo, who is in Leather Daddy Realness. And joining them is Paco Leon. Are you glad to see our judges back? Oh yes, I, I, you know what? One of the the panels that I love from all dragons friends is Dragon Spain because, like, the criticism that they give to the girl, it's so good. Like, they're they care, in, they're into that, and I love yeah. it. And Anna, it's <laughs> baby, she's a drag. She is she's every drag. season. She gets more draggier. I love it, baby. Right, friend, the hair, the hair Crazy. was. Insane. It was great. I would every every time that the camera I, like catch her and I was oh my god this hair it's I don't know it's gorgeous 
All right, we're going to start with the talent show, then move on to the runway. We're going to score our talented queens with a score from one to 10 to determine if our tops match Supreme and Friends. Are you ready for Supreme Eleganza Talent Extravaganza? Yes. Let's do it. Starting off with Visa doing aerial gymnastics. Uh, she is giving you Mayan realness. Come on, Mexico. This was spectacular. She really was fierce. That whole fucking acrobatic opening was captivating. Then when those silks dropped, I was like, fuck, this show has a budget. <laughs> now, I know she will be limited to do um, certain moves with the ceiling height, but what she did was impressive. The judges were gagged. And when we got to the lip sync part, it was pure joy. She is ready to go on tour. She knows how to give you a production number. Yes. And I love that the production is going all the way, all the way down with them, like with stuff and dancers and props and everything. Love it because it was a show. Yeah. It was a show. I'll give her a score of nine. I will give her an eye. And I love that she was represented in the Latinx community too. Absolutely. Next is Vestia doing a piano and lip sync. Now she starts off singing with a piano and I was like, damn, she's good. Gaga, is that you? Uh, she looks incredible with that hair and the pink jacket. And because we are doing the most, she's going to get up from that piano. The dancers are going to crawl out. There is fire. She is on top of the piano in a brand new punk rock look. And she's giving you the full Gaga fantasy. Let the beast come out. This was fantastic. It was amazing. I was shocked because I was thinking on the beginning, it was going to be, oh my God, is, she's going to be singing all these songs. And no, I need something else. And bam, here you go, baby. So she, talented. It's a 10 for me. It's a 10 for me too. We stand. Moving on to Vania Vania. Comedy. She will do a spoken word comedy routine that I was nervous for at the start, but then she had all the gimmicks with the boys in the bed. This is how you do a comedy routine for a talent show on Drag Race. She looked divine. She had excellent comic timing. The whole Dakaris made my little Game of Thrones heart throb. The whole fire trick with the first time was excellent. Um, Borja being hairless. We love Twinks. Yes. Now she's going to compare Grinder to the food app Too Good To Go, but no one is gobbling up food, if you know what she means. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole versatility joke was hilarious. They are all liars. They're all bottoms. It's the truth. But the punchline yes. being her as Vania of the storm, first of her name, and she's telling us that it's better to be alone because, let's be honest, three hunks will always pick each other over you. That's true. That's reality. That's it, true. Um, I was worried it did get on a little too long, but she's going to be an underrated performer this season because she knows how to do comedy. Um, yeah. What did you think of her act? It was cute. At the beginning, I was like, mm, what is this? And then when I when she was keep continuing, I was like, oh, now I get it. Because at the, at the beginning, on the first minute, I was like, baby, you got five. And then yeah. when I, it was going, going through, it captivated me more. And the way that she was speaking and the history of this was having, it was cute. It was I'll give her cute. an eight. I will give her a seven. All right, all right. Moving on to Cloverbish doing a lip sync. Uh, we're in our AFAB Queen era where every queen will be performing this original track. It was exceptional and Clover knows how to perform. I love that she started with two female backup dancers because that was a great statement. She gave you basic drag look, but she rocked it with all the stoning. This was a brilliant way to kick off the show and make a statement. She did miss a beat with the hair reveal as it did take a little too long, but Cloverbish is a star. I love her. The only thing that I will say about her, okay, 
when you dance, and this is going to every single one that dance as well, and it's listening to this podcast, there are earrings that it's just a bottom. And you can put it on your earring, just use a little glue, and you just put it on. And then you can flip and dance and twirl and everything. And it's going to look good on your total look. But if you come out with no earrings, it's a no for me. I was captivated, like she was telling, she was everything. But as soon that I see the reveal from the wig and I see a ponytail going on and no earrings, I say like, oh, baby, no. So earrings is basically naked for you. Yeah, it's like, it's nothing. You should have to be like having something hanging on. Like, well, my reference in drag are women. I try to not be a woman, but I'm trying to like be inspired by them. And I saw women's like, they, they just use like bottom earrings or something like you never see a woman with no earrings. That's and That's for me, for me in drag, like you can dance, but there's earrings, like short earrings, like bottom earrings that you can use it for dance and twirl. So that's the only thing that I've read about. That's her. fair. That's no, fair. It, I'm going to give her a nine. I will give her a nine because she was fierce. I was right. about her attempt, but the earrings. Clover, like, listen up, get some earrings. <laughs> oh boy maria delia spoken word lip sync comedy act i wanted to love this so much but alas she just had too many flubs but first i love that the editors in post-production made this a moment like i don't know if they did this because it was her last hurrah but getting the stage and herself being black and white was brilliant Beautiful. what this act showcased was classic drag elements of spoken word and the intricacies of that and because she messed up in the latter part of the act it just shows how precise you must be to tackle a talent like this um it's not for the faint of heart love the typing bit her lip syncing was immaculate she knows how to do comedy but when she missed the slap it was all downhill from there she missed her cue on the typewriter getting into the chair she just wasn't able to recover and i felt so bad because this could have been a winning performance yes i, I like it's it was just little things little details that she maybe forgot or maybe she didn't practice or something because um at the beginning it was funny and then it was going through and then she missed those steps and i was like oh girl and you can see on the face that she was frustrated and i feel so bad about her i felt so bad i'll give her a six well let me see i give her i give her a seven all right next up is pink shadora lip syncing um so this is where i'm going to need help friends what was this song what is natural candy uh the look where she's a pink bunny was so strange then the dancing carrots what drug am i supposed to be on then you get the track to be a trap track but it didn't get me um and then when the beat drops she changed clothes danced with farmers and i was like where am i please someone advise it was entertaining Um, but weird it was uh she was a little bit lost yeah because i don't know the song was uh, the song was funny but yeah. i see her kind of lost like the dancer was carrying her the whole number yeah i'll give her a seven i give her a seven too all right next up is the macarena doing live singing she looked like a pop star. She wanted to have her Britney moment, but she was just not in a hundred percent. What I will say is this was the let loose of the season. She just did not let loose. She says she wants to party, but there was no party girl. The track was know. fun. Her dancers were great, but she stood there like she was Mariah Carey and they were doing all the work for her. 
the whole screen with the hand bit was really not well captured on camera. And then she was out of tune and she could not find her note again. And she knew it. It's really a shame because you can tell how much she wants to be back in this competition. Yeah. I just write on my nose. Yeah. It was, I was expecting more because she's coming back. When you come back, you gotta come back, mama. Absolutely. and on her face, you can see that she was nervous. And then when she missed the she missed the um the the tone, you can see it on her face, and the judges just see it. Yeah, I, I you know what? Let me say that I think <laughs> the drag race, the drag race cameramans are shady. The all yeah, of them are, are shady because when they see the girl and they just come back to the judges, you see the first of the judges are like, mm? like it's. I love them. I love them because we got the shady cameraman over there. We sure do. I'll give her a 6.5. I will give her a 5. All right. There it is. Next up is Petita. This one's going to grow on me. I don't know what was going on with this mime routine as the reference were lost on me, but there was a lot of business in the performance, but she was very funny, committed to the routine. As far as an overall performance, it did lose steam, but all the shit that she did, it was campy. And the punchline then being pregnant, it was very cute. Again, I don't know what was happening, but I was entertained. Yeah, it was okay. I just read that it was okay. Um, the judges see that they were entertaining. They were, um, there was knowing what is going on with the reference that she was bringing. Um, but I was like kind of lost too. Yeah, I I'll give her a was- 7.5. What? I'll give her a 7.5. I give her a 7. Not even. Next up is Drag Chuchi. Um, doing the lip sync. And I was like, all right, come on, Dia de los Muertos. I love the love the look. Um, she looked incredible. The production behind it was very impressive. And I think she gave you some great acting beats in her performance. But then when we got to that Canary Island version of the performance. Mm-hmm. sadly it did feel a little derivative simply because we just saw her sister do a very similar type of performance in the previous season it is going to work against her and that's unfortunate it's not her fault it's just how the judging of this show goes part one was great part two was okay totally agree it was drag it was yes. dragging all the way up and down it was amazing and i love because they do covers on their own boys of those songs. And that's that's cute. That's cute. It was drag. Um, but the talk. Yeah. That part. Like. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you gotta learn how to talk. It was, on, girl. Right. It was like, as soon as she made the reveal, I was like, there are 12 one. other divas in that workroom who will gladly help you talk. Right, I can help you. <laughs> You're hearing this, please. If you need help, help talking, you need a hand. Huh? I I'll give her a, a seven. Yeah, I give her a seven too. Next up is Hornella Gangora. Okay, all right. Um, budget. She was singing in that sky. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Either she changed the lyrics to this iconic Robin song called Dance on My Own, or the captions really fucked this one up because those were not the words of the song we all know. Um, first off, someone told me that you're with him is not how the song starts, but it's the chorus. I'm going to read you what the caption said. 
I'm on the corner watching it all. I'm right here. Why don't you look at me? I give you everything, but now you're going off with someone else. I dance with my loneliness. What? What? It's It's not the song. It's not the song. Literally lost in translation. Right. They mess that up with the translation. Um, But it's such a good song. It's a good song. It's a She's good. got a really great raspy voice, but she does not hit the higher notes well. No. Um, I'm going to disagree with Supreme. I, I think the dancing of the two guys with a stronger image on stage than her sitting in a disco chair. That being said, I was not in the room to see it live, but right. my eyes were going to the, to the boys. Yeah, like you can just see the completely, like, like the boys made the show. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a cute scenario and everything, but you cannot stop watching the boys. I was not, I just was I was just watching them. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a seven. I will give her a, a five. Oh, all right. Kelly Roller skating. Of course, the skating queen is gonna skate on this stage. It is a small stage, but she made it work. I think she really is a dynamic performer, and she showed that she has something no one else will be able to bring to the table. She did fall from the stage, but she recovered well. And to be honest, I think they showed the Javis react negatively simply because that's the storyline that the show wanted to show. Her lip sync was a bit off, but overall, she's a talent and a star. Yeah, she was so talented, but mm, we already see you on rollers. So. I don't want to see that again. I want to see fair. what you have extra. I want to see what you have under your belt. I'll give her an eight. I will give her a seven, 7.5. Okay, next up. Paquita doing pole dancing. When she started, I was mesmerized. She really captivates the stage. She was doing acapella, told a story through song. Obviously, we knew something was coming behind her because of that big tarp. Didn't know what it would be. And then bam, it's pole dancing because uh, we are about to see some good pole dancing. Did not like the song selection. Where have you been by Rihanna? Like, I really wish she would have tapped into something like flamenco, even with an electronic sound. Right. She is good at pole dancing, but the level of difficulty compared to other pole dancers that have been doing pole dancing on the show, this was so much lower. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. She was stunning. She was everything, but yes. When someone when someone's do a pole dancing and you're gonna do it, baby, you gotta gotta step it up. Yeah, and she was, I was feeling that she was a little bit off. You you almost need the danger to be there. There wasn't danger in her performance. Yeah, and there was something that I, oh my god, she's gonna fail. She's, what's gonna happen? Maybe maybe yeah. she's like she's gonna fall or something like that. Oh my god, I was like, like she literally was just a monkey on the top of the pole. <laughs> she just sat there for a good minute. <laughs> I'll give her an 8.5, though. I will give her an 8. All right. It's vinyl performance from Chanel and Rex doing a lip sync. Sometimes you don't need all the gimmicks to put on a show, um, and she proved it. I love that she told a story through Kesha's Cannibal. Like, we all love a blood sacrifice, right? Uh, yeah. Just do not show this to any conservatives or Republicans because they'll freak out and think this is what all drag queens do. <laughs> so I knew from them. Um, she looks fierce. She is another one who knows how to captivate on the stage. Her lip sync, again, another one who was a little bit off, but um, she did a blood sacrifice. Come on, that was funny. It, it was funny. It was funny. Like, I think that that, that saved her. Like, the lip sync was off, but that situation just 
mama. Say that's how story. She told story. Right. And that was some, completely completely good. It's an 8.5 for me. It's a seven for me. Okay. All right. We've got some interesting numbers here. Let's move on to the runway. Uh, category is Spain is weird. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play weirdo or normal. Yes. Starting off with Bestia. Um, ham dress by Diego de Vizma. Black look by Jorge Escalante. This was brilliant. She tr- transformed Serrano ham and made it fashion. Literally, Kelly Mantle is quaking. She then paired this dress with latex and gave you this haunted nightmare character. And she had a fucking matching purse. I think this was a brilliant way to kick off the season. This was stunning. Yeah. Yes, it's the first. It's the first step that you do on 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 the stage. So, baby, you gotta go with everything, and more. When is that thing? It's about Spain, and you are from Spain, so you gotta go there and bring it. And mm-hmm. baby, it did. Anna says that she started off with a very nostalgic couture from head to toe. She says the wig was impeccable. She says the way she held herself and her elegance was like Lady Gaga playing the piano. She says Lady Gaga has been living and breathing inside of her all night in the same way that fashion couture has been circling around her all night. She says she has never seen vinyl used in a more original way. Baco says that he was gobsmacked by her artistic sense, but also her drag art. He says she was has the ability to transform a wound into light, into entertainment. He says he saw her as a person and her pain. Loved her night. It's a weirdo for me. <laughs> it was fun, right? It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. The audience, 85% weirdo, 15% normal. Next up is Hornada <laughs> Gangora, no designers listed. This look, she says, is a tribute to queerness. So why is it red? I think they, the, the look is very Spanish. I do not like that the boots do not match with any other red on her body, like to the point where it clashes. She's captured Spain, but the story does not capture me. I just did not understand this look for this category. Me either. I was like, what is going on? Confusion. Yeah. Calvo says that he really enjoyed her act and values her live singing. He says she sang great and has a very unusual voice. Supreme says that what happened to her was she was accompanied by dancers, but she couldn't take her eyes off of her. She said she could have been on key more as there were notes that she hit better than others, but says if a person believes in what they're doing, it transmits that they've already come a long way. No, not for me. I'm giving her a normal. It's a boot. It's a bit. Audience. 88% 88% weirdo, 12% normal. They like this look. I'm shocked. What? Nia Vinaya, uh, no designers listed. She has come as a violet vendor, so that's why she has so many tiny flowers. I think the proportions are a mess on this one. The shoulders are way too big and heavy. The floral boobs are not sitting right. And then it's a mini dress. Like that bottom wanted to be as big, if not bigger, than the shoulders. The styling is off, despite me loving the color story. Uh, right. Also, just did not need that tit reveal. No. No, 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 Excessive. no, no, no. Just no, mama. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a normal <laughs> for me. Huh? It's a normal for me, my boot. It's a normal for me, too. Audience, 65% weirdo, 35% normal. Pink Shadora, no, no designers listed. Now, she's going to say that this is kink-inspired, and then I was like, why is it shades of brown? And I hope I did not answer my own question why it's 
brown. Uh, that being said, I think the dress is beautiful. The jacket is great, but the hair looks like it needed a lot more love. Like put a comb through it or something. Yes, um, oil sheen. Yeah. This is just very different from anything we've seen from her as it's a bit jarring to go from big, bright colors to neutral. Uh, this just did not pop for me. It's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Audience, 60% weirdo, 40% normal. Chuchi, Disco Ball by Ade Barista, Star Suit by Carlos Cavedo. She comes out as a disco ball and then has disco stars. She's a party queen. I love that she's going in the direct- this direction, but it really just felt like basic and simple. There just it's- wasn't a surprise. She needed a bolder face to make her face sparkle too. Right. I appreciated that we did not get the canary boots here, but she still managed to go with a big platform just in a different style. And she loves showing that ass. I mean, if you got it, flaunt it. Uh, right. Just show it to everybody. But for me, it was, it was something from the rack. Yeah. I mean, it was it's, bare bones. It was, it was literally nothing. It was nothing. It was just a fancy way to glitter stuff. No. Alvo says she had a good performance, but when someone from the Canary steps out on this stage, he wants them to blow his head off. He says it's true that her predecessor, a very small queen with a very big talent, came out as a transformer, then went up on a platform and jumped off. They have high expectations. He says it's one of his favorite styles and he expects a lot from her. Anna liked how she transformed from the disco ball to Paco Rabanne. She says there was something in the maxi challenge that let her down in terms of design as her bodysuit seemed like it didn't fit her. Her body well, aka she lost her tuck. Yes, I'm gonna give this look actually a soft weirdo because I do think it was risky, but it could have been better, it needed to be better. It could be better, she can maybe pull it off. It's just that's the thing. The problem, the thing is that all the directors that show up to um, that are that when that was on Drag Race China, they had high expectations from coming from them. Because yeah. they do big stuff. They're very creative. And Drashish was so basic for me. Um, Giving her was, a normal? I will, I will give her a normal because it was not captivating. The audience mix as well. 54% weirdo, 46% normal. Chanel NRX, no designers listed. Um, this is my proof that I'm not biased. Uh, this is her homage to Gandhi. I think the idea is there, but she missed the execution. Like It's hard to see beachwear from this look. The writing on the top is very cute, but very juvenile. It reads, someone who loves me very much gave me this dress from Gandia. I love you, girl, but you should ask that loved one for a gift receipt and return it immediately. Yes. Um, it sadly just didn't read and lacked pizzazz, which we've seen from her so far. Um, and then the croc heels, burn them, burn them, burn them, burn them in the fire. Just, just throw on the trash, please. Just. Drag queens out there. Crocs are not drag. They're terrible no, fashion. Like, how dare you? <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. Chanel, I love you. It's normal for me. It's a really very normal. Audience, 29% weirdo, 71% normal. Patita, no designers listed, but Alaska, is that you? Uh, and she stole one of Supreme's old wigs. This is Trash Bag Couture done right. She has styled it so well that it almost doesn't look like it's trash, but actually vinyl. When she says she has Spanish corruption, I was like, who's going to clean up that mess you made? The poor intern? Right. Like, 
She made a mess, baby. She made a mess. And you you know that they have to film that twice. They do it once with um, silence and the other time with critiques. So someone had to pick that up and make her do it again, then have to pick it oh up my again. God. No. No, Mama. I, if I was if I was there on the backstage, I would be like, and I had to clean it up. I was like, girl, take everything. You do it yourself. Clean it by yourself. I'm not gonna do this again. No more. Um, this look is kind of cool. I'll give it a weirdo. I will give it a weirdo too. Audience: eighty-eight percent weirdo, twelve percent normal. Maria Adelia. No designers listed. Uh, she said she loves polka dots and she loves them so much that she's gonna give you at least five different patterns with them. Um, who, girl? There's it's it's the styling. Um, that's the problem. The fit is right, but how she blocked the polka dots is just not helping her look good. No. The headpiece, love that so much. I wish she brought that attention to detail to the rest of the look. Yeah, it's like girls out there, attention to details. That is gonna hit the look. If you don't get it, no attention to the details, you are fucked. And now, that's what. What was happening to her? Another thing to remember for future Drag Race contestants, be very careful what patterns you bring to camera because the <sighs> tiny dots made it go weird and funky. It, right. it did not help the look. No, it, it doesn't help a lot. Ambrosi says that she gave them a classic sketch in the talent show and one that requires great precision. He says it's a shame that her nerves kept her from being so precise. He says not only did a lot of the dialogue not sync with her lips, but there was a problem with the door. He says when they were watching, hoping she could get back the rhythm at some point, and it never happened. He says he loves the tribute to polka dots, but it seemed like an apron to him. Supreme says the door went wrong, the slap was not right, and Paco says he thinks she's really funny and she's got a lot of skills, but she's going to have to get a little bit further than what she usually does. I'll give this a normal. Very normal. Audience, 36% weirdo, 64% normal. Paquita, no designers listed. She is presenting a look from Ocaña. This is very ambitious. I love the whimsy of it, but it looks a bit haphazard. I wish the ribbons didn't engulf her. Figure out a way to showcase that body, and I would have been like, yep, success. But I think the sun and moon pieces were great homages to Okanya. I just, I just, right, for Paquita, I just write the face. Yeah. Yeah. She just can walk in with a trash bag and just show me her face, and I will be like, girl. No, but Tita walked in in a trash bag. Like, oh, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, she can walk with what, whatever she wants, and just, you, it's, oh, my God. The face is the face. Amrosi says the first part of the Maxer challenge, she loved it and moved him as she connected to a special moment and they felt the emotion. And then the final boom going crazy with the pole dance captivated him. He says, has some doubts about her look. He says they always enjoy a tribute to Okanya, but he goes back and forth between a work of art and art attack. Anna says that her look seemed as a tribute to Okanya and the way Okanya died, which was during the festivals um, in his village, in Seville, Youth Day, etc. She thinks it's a look that's really well carried out. She says it's not Hulk Couture, but it's not trying to be. I'll give it a soft weirdo. Yeah, I will give it her soft weirdo, just because she's the fakes. Yes. Audience, 74% weirdo, 26% normal. Glover Bish, no designers listed. I think paying homage to New Year's is interesting. I don't know what New Year's is like in Spain or Barcelona, but sure. And it's difficult because she looks like she's going to a party where the dress is incredibly simple. But when we reveal to the back, that's the star of the look. But we were denied that moment for the majority of this runway, which is a shame. Also, did not care for the green hair. No. No, 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 no. You know, I don't like green hair. 
Yeah, it's it, no. Just go normal. Normal hair is fine. Uh, I'll give this a soft weirdo. I'll give her normal. Oh, there it is. Ooh. Audience, sixty-three uh-huh. weirdo, thirty-seven percent normal. Next up is the Macarena. Look by David Rodriguez, wig by Quindam Wigs. She said, "I will give you performance piece for my runway." Her look is about duality and coexistence that has horror, blood, and torture. She says torture isn't culture or art. So this is all about bullfighting. Um, I think the statement is powerful. She got to say how she feels on the subject in a manner that is fashion. I love that she has given oh. you red and yellow for Spain and pairing it with this dark cloud that is black. Um, what I will say is I think as an outsider looking in, it's easy for me to not understand what this means as we've always viewed bullfighting from an American lens as like a cultural thing. Right. It's clearly different there. And I'm glad we have this moment. Right. Um, I will say that she's doing something. She's doing something. Yeah. I want to keep watching what she's going to bring this season. Yeah. Too. The loop was okay. Ambrosi will ask her how she felt in the Maxi Challenge, which the Macarena says that she felt good, but then was, ah, fuck. He says it was not her best night as she got lost in the song and it went downhill from there. He will tell her that her main talent is being strong and fun. He doesn't think she's concentrating on what it is they like about her, which is what got her there. He says she's so fun and has a gift for making people laugh. He says, don't get mixed up and try to be something she is not. Supreme says she doesn't think the song was her best moment and she thought it was strange where she lost most control was in the middle of her range she says the feeling was not sure we will hear the peanut gallery say that she is beautiful as anna then goes on to say that she can only say good things about her dress and how it hugs her figure she says precision engineered for her body but when she turned around and saw the white corset she said what a shame she um i'll give it a weirdo i will give her a weirdo and i love the supreme it's not a baby she's not fucking around She's not fucking around. She's like, I'm going to rate your ass right now. Straight up. Audience, 92% weirdo, 8% normal. Visa, no designers listed. This is a look of two stories. She starts out with a huge gown that represents the four jeweled towers of the Sagrada Familia, which was cool. And I was like, but what is going on with the face? Right. And bam, it is a reveal. She whips out this immaculate hand-painted bodysuit, and it's a chameleon from Park Guell. Beautiful. 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 I love how I would have picked one or the other because the the face did not work with the the cathedral. Right. It was it it was not matching. But when she made the reveal, I was like, oh my god! I love hand painted stuff, and the work was amazing. Like that must have taken weeks to make. Yes, I think that we could take months to make it. But I don't think they had months. I think they probably had like four weeks (laughs) at most. About. The whole team was doing that. It was stunning. I'll I'll give it a weirdo. I will give her a word or two. Audience, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I think you're all on drugs. 67% weirdo, 33% normal. What's going on with you? What's going on? She went to the she went to the place that she was aspiring to do her look, and she took a picture next to the next to the to the um to what she was doing on the runway. Like, girl. It was so good. All right, finally, we got Kelly Roller, no designers listed. She comes out with a giant newspaper from Tornamalinos of the 70s and is representing Sara Montel and the drag persona Sandra Montel. The gown is beautiful. It sparkles in all the right ways. The hair is of the time. I hate it now, but it's for the reference. I get it. Um, the look is fine. I'm not impressed. Also, I'm just going to say it. The tights are not even close to the right shade. No. Like That was so far off, girl. Uh, baby. It's a no. It's a no for me. 
No, 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 and no. Get it together. Safram wants to give her give a shout out to Miss Sandra Montiel, who she calls a true artist and living legend of cabaret in Spain. She says it's great to see Sandra with that energy and that spirit as if she were, it were her first time on stage. She says, if her fall was a question of nerves, this is a competition. Calvo says that he thinks the nerves let her down. She fell, but she recovered gracefully like Carrie Bradshaw when she slipped on the runway, but says if it is true that she skated it all in the skates and had a bit of a slip up, it's the problem. Um, I'll give this a weirdo. I will give her a weirdo. I, I like her. Audience, 76% weirdo, 24% normal. Now, before all this judging happened, Supreme had a little something to say. She tells them that she can see that they worked very hard and they value that, but she gives them the advice to start, which is watch out with the wig one and the tool. She sees five o'clock shadows of beards and mustaches. She, part, she, she sees parts of autonomy that um, she, they've tried to camouflage that suddenly pop out. She says to take care in that aspect because there are times that the decision is very close as there are a lot of talented queens there. What did you think of this Savage Deluxe? I agree with her. You can, like, it's... It's season three. It's season three. It's basic. It's details. Like, it's a competition. You gotta look, like, you gotta look right from head to toe. And if I see your lace going up, maybe that's five or ten minutes, uh, ten, ten um, point minutes. Like, you cannot do that. Like, yeah. but the good thing is that Supreme just clock her, clock them all out because they need to step up. It's the first You gotta be good. Because so we then- have... They were good. They were amazing, the girls. And now we're going to go down. No. Supreme calls Fardavania, Petita, Pink, Shadara, Chanel, Clover, and Visa as safe. That means Bestia, Hornella, Maria, Dragzucci, Paquita, the Macarena, and Kelly Roller are the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Yeah. Well, um, it's just like the talent show was not something that impacted me. And the runways, there was like, one or two that impact me so i was like well i i might have put pink shadora in the bottom um yeah but i guess overall (laughs) i'll take this um now the safe girls are safing in the workroom for the first untucked junior of the season vania asks if it is bittersweet and shadora says not for her she may have been joking around but she felt in danger she says to sing and dance it's just not her forte Clover will tell Visa that she thinks she was robbed. Um, and I, I kind of agree. I think she could have definitely been the top as well. Yes, I agree. I agree that Clover should be at the top. Um, Shador will make a joke that all the razors were stolen, to which Visa is like, I'm aware and all, but she knows that her wig wasn't stuck on well, her zipper ripped, and they had to sew it for her by hand, and the shoes are too big for her. And she says she knows that it's all about the details. Um, so I guess Supreme's whole conversation was de- toward her. I didn't notice any of that. We didn't as audience members. No, no, right. But we now have Chanel saying that she thought Vania would win. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> but she will then deflect and say that the performance that got her was Bestia. It was really moving. They think she's probably going to take it. The <laughs> tops and bottoms are back. It's time to fill them in with what happened on the main stage. Maria tells them it's for her, both the talent and the look, she says what's done is done, and what is done is done badly. She knows what's coming. The Macarena will joke that she is having a flashback to Vietnam. It's deja vu all over again for her. Oh, um, shit. I kind of almost wonder if they told her, we're going to put you in the bottom for this first episode just for storyline. Right. It's 
you know, because I would have expected her to have more of a spiral if she thought she possibly could go home. Yeah, I think that it was already. She probably had a contract that said, "I'm not going home first. Thank you very much." Yes, thank you very much. I'm not (laughs) first. She she will say she thinks she did very well, but she is sick of all the queens from the Canaries having to be compared to other drag queens from there. She says it doesn't matter to her whether Setlas or Volcano are better than her. She says that you have to understand that each queen has their own personality. She would rather be judged on what she did and not have other people have done in previous years. Do you think that's fair assessment for her? Mm, it's because this girl, this drag, this this girl did an amazing job on their season, and yeah. now she, I think that she had the pressure. And she did that now she gotta do better than them. And because it's drag, baby, you want you want that big title and you come there with pressure and all the girls are watching you because they know what was your work. So do you think like let's let's say in a fantasy world that Laguna Blue gets on drag race? Do you uh, think that she will automatically be compared to Jan and Rose and will have mm -hmm. to surpass everything they've done, or is she gonna be able to live on her own? No, she gotta live on her own because they don't know what she what she's gonna bring. So Chuchi has uh, should be judged on her own as well. Yeah, but it's it's pressure going on too. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I would say, I would feel pressure. I would feel pressure. And I know I know. Rajesh is trying to like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be pressured because about them. But I think that inside she had pressure. Yeah, she absolutely. Well, they're all going to do a toast and shout out to facial hair before we move to the main stage. It is revealed the winner of the week is Bestia. She wins 2,500 euros. Paquita, Honela, Roller, and the Macarena are safe, leaving Drag Chuchi and Maria Adelia as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I would take it. And I feel like they kind of knew Maria was going to go home, but putting her up against certain queens, she might have actually been able to beat them. Drag Chuchi was going to beat her. <laughs> this, Let's talk about it. This, this lip sync was weird for me. Yeah, it was. The song, <laughs> the song <laughs> is Rosalia's Despache. It's a fun song. They have reverence for it. But uh, trigger warning, friends. Booty hole alert. Right. I don't think it mattered that Maria is giving you a good vocal workout. Drag Chuchi carried on the drag race España tradition of de-dragging and getting naked on stage like that ass was out and the girls in the back literally got a peek inside and i her. hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it it's what? part of why i hated samantha valentine's oh my i i, I was hating that the whole season that you finish with no wig that's so disrespectful for drag yeah. and for everything and like i don't want i don't want to see you getting naked this is not a camera the number is not burlesque that you take everything off. Right. It's the song. Pay respect for the person that, that made the song. Just keep everything on and do a show. And they had to blur that tuck. Uh, good for her, but they had to blur that tuck. Again, if you need a hand to tuck, just call me. <laughs> I, I, I think Maria is a strong drag artist that was just in the wrong lip sync at the wrong time. Yes. With the wrong outfit, too. Yeah. In the end, Maria Delia is eliminated. Drag Chuchi stays to slay another game day. Do you agree with this elimination? Well, if Maria maybe have another outfit and 
Maybe I didn't. If she didn't fuck up, she would have been in the top. I think. I really do think she would have been in the top. Yes, if you don't fucked up on 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 the talent portion, maybe she will be she will be safe, and I think that Macarena will be on the bottom, and then um, Trisha will be home. Yep. And well, that's as the- as Maria is in the workroom signing out, the television turns on, and if you were not getting flashbacks to All Star Six with the game within a game twist, y'all, do you think we're going to have a lip sync Lala Perusa to come back into the competition? What's the second chance? Oh Jesus. Here we go. Here we go. I think that we we gonna have we're gonna have a lot of rules of war. And I, I think I think we we are too. I don't know anything if that is fact or fiction. Something is gonna happen where they're gonna return to the competition because obviously you're not gonna keep X amount of queens. Um, yeah. And it just the the way they filmed it, it was exactly how they did All Star Six. So that's why I was like, we're gonna get something. We're gonna get something. Same way, same way. This a game and the game in the game with the game. And a game and another game. Hey, ah. it's season three. We're doing crazy things. I mean, hell, they're literally filming All Stars right now. So, right, they're excited. It's good time. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Oh my god, yes. What is Maria's legacy? Maria legacy. It's hard. She barely <laughs> spoke on the episode. Right, she didn't even talk. Like, I want to know her backstory. I want no to know. Time for the camera. Yeah, she had no time, and and the, and this was an hour thirty eight minute episode. It was it long, was long. It was long, and I just let's just say, um, her Venezuelan outfit. <laughs> there it is. Now, this question, it's not necessarily who won the challenge, but who won the week? Who had the best episode? Who was the star of the episode? Well, if we talk about the tall girl, it's going to be Pink Shadow. She did have a good episode. She was the Um, narrator for the episode. I'm going to go with the Macarena as my choice, simply because she beat a record. Yeah. Is she back? She's back. She's the Shangela of Spain. (laughs) But the, right, the entrance, the entrance were like, well, Shandela come up with the box and they just put like smoke everything. They're gonna hurt like that's good. We get drag vision next week with a slow mo moment. Um, we all know that I'm madly obsessed with Eurovision. I love Eurovision. Yeah, I really do think slow mo should have won last year, but alas, it didn't. Um. <laughs> Who do you think is going to slay this? Maybe girl group challenge, maybe dance challenge, whatever it's going to be. Who do you think is going to do well? Mm, I think that Kelly. I, I yeah. see something on her that I want to see more, but with no rollers. Yes, yes. I want to see her dance without having to skate. I want to see her dance with no rollers because I, I, we catch that she's a great roller girl, but I want to see you with no rollers. Absolutely. This will be one that we had to watch. And of course, Clover. Yeah, Clover's going to be great. Um, I'm just getting weird, mild flashbacks to the first girl group challenge on season one where Turavukano decided to wear the boots and then got eliminated. And uh, got so Chuchi, don't put them on. Do not put them on. Or you're going to go Please, don't, don't do it. On. Don't do it. All right. No. This, is, this is a hard question. After one episode, the winner of the season is... No one. No one. You have no front runner. 
I need, I need, what I said at the beginning, I need like, I need to see the second episode and the third. Or That's maybe fair. The That's second. fair. And I think that I will see a front runner. But now I see everybody on the same line. Because everyone listens to me and they're going to be like, you didn't give an answer. I'm going to give an answer. I'm going to say right now, my answer based on this episode and based on preseason stuff, I'm going to go with Bestia um, just because she really did impress me. And I do think she was the top look of the week. She was the top performance of the week. So she really, really is on my radar. So Bestia is my winner at right now after one episode. Mm, well, I still, I will still, I need to see the second episode. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Um, so now, um, now I'm in May first. I'm I'm gonna go to Colombia, Cali. Um, I'm working out on a project that it calls La Batalla de Lipstick Drag. So it's it's a drag competition, but now we're gonna go to Colombia, and we have like uh ten or eleven girls from Colombia that they're gonna compete each other for two thousand dollars at Crown. And a sash as well, and the different prices that promoters are gonna give it to us. So I'm nice. so excited to go. I'm gonna fly on May first, um, and in September will be will be area in YouTube. So I'm excited to work on this project, and I have a lot of stuff going on. So just go to my social media and follow me. You can take me as S O P H Y A M E D I N A and underscore. And just follow me and watch everything that I'm going to do because there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to go, but I don't want to say nothing. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, that's very exciting. I'll be watching along. And thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a great time. Thanks to you. Uh, it, it was a great time. I love to do this, to review everything. Um, as a pageant queen, I love to like give good advices, criticisms, just to make sure that everything is right. Everything is good. Um, and just to say that it's not bad comment. It's just, you know, just opinions. So don't get a person. It's the love of the art. It's the love of the art. And I love y'all and love for everybody. (laughs) 